and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This is Irreverent, Faith and Current Affairs. Hi folks, I'm back. It's the Reverend Dr. Jamie Franklin for Irreverent Faith and Current Affairs. And we've arrived finally at the fifth commentary set of responses on a a, a message, a Christmas or New Year's message uh, by a prominent person uh, who speaks English. That's something we've discovered along the way that it's only going to really work with people who speak English. They've all actually been Christmas messages, to be fair, uh, because I couldn't really find any appropriate New Year's ones. Uh, but this one, so just to explain what, what's going to happen now. So I'll do this fifth one. And then I'm hoping that on the normal weekly irreverent episode, I'll be able to do uh, do um, Rishi Sunak's one with, with Tom or Daniel, whoever I can whoever I can get on. So this is the final one of Just Me. Really hope you've enjoyed this series. Do share it around with your friends and families and share the podcast in general now and in the coming new year. Uh, we really hope to reach more people through what we're doing here at Reverend. And I'm very excited today because we are about to encounter the forensic mind of Sir Keir Starmer. Uh, so I hope you've all got your thinking caps on. Now, for people who don't know who Keir Starmer is, perhaps you live in another country uh, to this fair land. Uh, he is the leader of the opposition. He's the leader of the Labour Party. And it's extremely likely that he is going to be the next prime minister of the United Kingdom, unless, you know, Rishi Sunak pulls a miracle out of the hat, rabbit out of the hat, don't know, don't know if that metaphor works. Anyway, uh, unless he does that, or unless Keir Starmer really messes things up. So uh, here we go. And that, just to say, you know, if you don't know how I'm doing these, I've never heard this before. So I don't know what he's going to say. I don't know what he's going to do. This is all live. It's live. It's instant, you know, it's spontaneous. That's how this works. So here we go. Let me just share the sound. Once again, you know, I'm I'm not a professional broadcaster, so sometimes there are little hiccups. There we go. Right, let's do it. Here's Dama. Go. Christmas is a special time of year for people everywhere. It's a time to reflect on all that's gone before. It's great, isn't it? The um the way he's straight to Christmas is a special time. I do say, I have to say, he does look a bit anxious, Keir Starmer. It's almost like there's someone off off camera who's kind of pointing a pointing a gun at him or something uh he does he does look a bit anxious let's let's just let's go from the beginning again there we go it's everywhere it's a time to reflect on all that's gone before a time to be thankful for all we have and a time to look forward to what is to come there's music in the background of this one which is there wasn't any music in any of the other ones i've done so far i don't think there might have been one with a christmas the alternative message on Channel 4. I don't think there was, though. So what's with the music? That's interesting, isn't it? They're trying to sort of get us into a certain emotional state as we listen to um, the uh, the moving words of, of Keir Starmer. So he's this is so far. So again, I've been sort of assessing these for theological content. So, so far, what we're hearing about is this is a time to reflect on the past and look forward to the future, et cetera, et cetera. As, as I'm sure you will know, the, the, the god Janus, which um, who the month January is named after is a is a is a double face god. So it looks looks backwards to the to the past and, and forwards to the future. That's why January is called uh, January. Uh, not really anything to do with Christmas, though, is it? Um, not not really anything to do with the, the Christian message of Christmas, but perhaps it will become more Christian as we go on. But more than anything, it's a time to be together, a time to be with family and friends, a time for love and celebration. Unless there's a virus, in which case you should not see your family and friends in Christmas, because that would be wrong and evil like it was two years ago. 
Christmas helps us remember that through the hard times and the good, the people and the through the hard times and the good. I have to celebrate you, baby. I have to praise you like I should. Moments that give our lives meaning no, stay constant. Sorry. For so many people in Britain, life is tough at the moment. But Christmas is a reminder that we will endure. What is that music in the back? <laughs> Sounds like someone's playing random scales on the piano in a major key and, uh, you know, in order to entertain people who are in a in an elevator or a lift as they're actually called hang on let's go back a bit i'm just trying to i'm trying to assess the music's so disturbing to me um off-putting that i can't can't quite assess this for the theological content moments that give our lives meaning stay constant for so many people in britain life is tough at the moment but christmas is a reminder that we will endure that things will get better the christian account of jesus's life He's about to say something about Christianity, so I'm, I'm, my ears are, my ears are pricking up. You know, I'm a priest after all. That's what I'm interested in is uh, Christianity. That's why I became a priest because I, because I like Christianity. Funnily enough, um, it's Christ Christmas isn't really a reminder that things are going to get better, is it? That's a kind of, um, I don't know, really. That's that's. I mean, it's it's an allusion to, of course, the um, the use of that song in 1997 when Blair won the election. Things can only get better, which was by. a Boy band, wasn't it? Was it? Was it by E17? I don't know. Can't remember. All right. So he's going to say something about Christian account of Christmas here. The Christian account of Jesus's life is a poignant reminder that no matter how much we struggle and how much we are tested, love, hope and faith will always be the lights that guide us through. I hope this Christmas is a... Now, as a theological statement... I'm going to say that that is definitely one of the stronger statements that I've heard in this series of addresses. It's not that bad. It's the kind of thing that you would hear somebody maybe like Joel Osteen saying. Now, you know, there is kind of truth in that. Let's see what he said. Would, would No matter how bad things get, certain set of things would bring us through. How much we are tested, yeah. love, hope and faith will always be the lights that guide us through. Yeah, you know, the other thing that's good about that is he's got the um, the Pauline triumvirate there from 1 Corinthians 13. He said, love, hope, and faith. The order is normally faith, hope, and love. But actually, that is the truth, isn't it? Faith in God, Christ, Jesus Christ had faith in God um, as he endured the cross. He had hope that he would see life again after his death. And he did. He died on the cross um, you know, out of love out of love for the world. So um, that's actually not bad, Kip. I hope this Christmas is a joyous and relaxing time for you, however you are spending it. I'm looking forward to sharing my time with my family away from the day-to-day -day of work. But as I do, I'll be keeping in my heart all those who are working to keep us safe, those looking after the less fortunate, and our friends in Ukraine facing the horror of Putin's appalling attacks. Their struggle for freedom inspires us all. Christmas. I don't know what, I don't really know what to say about that. It's, it's all of the other speeches with the potential exception of the Channel 4 one have kind of, kind of tried to gloss over the more difficult things going on in, in geopolitics at the moment. Um, I'm not going to get into a big thing about, about Ukraine. Um, 
but yeah it's kind of um yeah i don't know i don't know whether i liked him saying that in the context of the christmas speech um yeah i'm not going to say anything else about that let's just the horror of putin's appalling attacks I mean, the thing, I guess the thing I would say about that actually is that um, it'd be nice to hear some some leaders saying that, as, a, as actually Jeremy Corbyn did, that it would be nice, uh, it would be a good thing to seek peace in Ukraine rather than um, simply pouring money into a proxy war with Russia through Ukraine um, and and arming, arming the Ukrainian army in order to prolong the conflict. Um, you know, we, in this country, what we've had is this from the very beginning, from the very beginning of the um, war, this demonization of Putin and and the Russians and the Russian nation and, and to a certain extent, Russian culture as well. And a a, a sort of hagiographical approach to Ukraine and, and Ukrainians, even though most people before this actually started, didn't know anything about the conflict at all and didn't know anything about the country of Ukraine. Um, and, I, you know, I find I find that very disturbing. The first casualty of war is the truth, they say. And um, yeah, what I hope for in this coming year is for for peace in in Ukraine, but for peace in all countries where there is where there's war. And there are many wars happening around the world where people are suffering. And it's it's not right in my view that re- Ukraine is always spoken about, and no other country is. So anyway, just just a comment on that, really. Their struggle for freedom inspires us all. Christmas. <clears throat> I just, it just, to me, it's not, that's not what, what this is about in, in Ukraine. Uh, apart from anything else, the current regime was put there by the US in 2014. What this is, is really a proxy war between the US and, and Russia, but never mind. Has always been a time of rest and reflection, as well as one of celebration. <sighs> After the year that we've had. I should always say as well, you know, I do appreciate what he says about people, um, you know, working over Christmas. I mean, you know, particularly people who work difficult jobs like doctors and, and nurses um, and and other people who people who risk their lives who have dangerous professions. I mean, I used to work over. Well, I still do, I suppose. I'm a vicar. It's not it's not particularly dangerous, though. I wouldn't say. And um, you know, my duties are reasonably light. So anyway, just go back a bit. Here we go. As well as one of celebration. After the year that we've had, we all deserve that. So. However you're spending this time, wherever you are, I wish you and your loved ones a very happy Christmas. Yeah, you know, that's that's out of the out of the actual humans that I've listened to. That's the best speech, I would say. Um, the theological content was definitely the best. Uh, it was a little bit like, you know, certain things have happened in the past year which have been bad but we can look forward to the future with hope. But there was less kind of, um, you know, sort of sentimental, um, um, sort of sentimental and uh, overly optimistic nonsense in that speech. It felt like it was given by somebody who actually lives on planet Earth, uh, which is not necessarily a, a very high bar, but um, nevertheless, that's, um, that is how it sounded. I mean, Keir Starmer himself, to me, he does not come across as a natural orator. There's nothing particularly sort of, interesting about him or animated or funny or anything really he he just he looks like a man as i said who's being made to give a speech at gunpoint um and he looks kind of anxious he doesn't when he smiles it looks like he's it looks like the muscles in his face are really straining to to do so um 
but at least it wasn't at least it wasn't awful at least i don't have a sort of feeling a deep feeling of despair like you know i just want to just end it all as a result of watching that which i did which i did have with some of the other speeches uh mainly mainly trudeau it has to be said but it's interesting isn't it one of the things that's interesting is how um how terrible our politicians are in the west in terms of their their personal charisma and their sort of lack of lack of stature and that is something i think you know characterizes all the people i've done so far all the politicians anyway like biden uh, trudeau and and keir starmer but if you think in recent times of people like liz truss probably rishi as well though i haven't well yeah i think definitely rishi actually um and and just anyone else who cares any other sort of western leader none of them are particularly charismatic are they and johnson you know is a very 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 flawed man and a very flawed politician um so it's not it's not a compliment for me to say this about him but he at least was um a charismatic man who could deliver a speech quite well and you know occasionally he was quite funny and witty so in terms of the actual sort of oratory and the delivery i would say that what i just heard was poor but it wasn't any worse than any of the other ones i've heard it didn't make me want to be sick all over myself um its theological content was was the best easily i would say and it, it actually referenced scripture and made a, th- a coherent theological point which none of the other ones did uh it didn't try and sort of utilize the christmas story to bolster a narrative of multicultural cooperation which again all the other ones did so the theology was good. It wasn't very long. There wasn't any references to reindeer or Christmas trees or tinsel or the Die Hard movie or anything like that, which I liked. So it's surprising, actually. Apparently, Keir Starmer is an atheist, and yet he actually has—he's actually given the best Christmas speech. So well done. Uh, so as I say, I'm hoping to do um, on, on the episode itself with um, with Tom or, or or Daniel. We do Rishi. Rishi Sunak, the PM, uh, Wickhamist, who went to Winchester College, which I used to live, Winchester, just around the corner from Winchester College, lovely place. And uh, will he win? Will he? Will he come out with that something even more profound than than Keir Starmer? Don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think he will. But you know, who knows? Keir Starmer, the theologian. There we go. That's no, going a bit too far, really, isn't it? Uh, you know, I don't. I don't want to you know, troll actual theologians and theological thinkers who know who actually know what they're talking about. But the fact that he was able to make a coherent theological point and ground it in an allusion to scripture was actually quite impressive. And actually, to be honest with you, it's probably more than most am I gonna say this? Church of England vicars did over Christmas. It's probably that's probably being unfair to lots of really faithful um pastors and preachers in the Church of England, but a lot of the time you know, there it is quite theology light around here. So anyway, I, I'll stop there before I get into any uh, any more controversy. No, it's just a joke anyway. I didn't mean it. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it for now. Thank you for watching. Uh, just a reminder to, uh, if you haven't done so already and you'd like to come, please book in to our live event, which is coming up in the Marylebone Theatre on Saturday the 4th of February. And you know who's going to be there? Well, me. Tom Pelham, Daniel French, the rev, the revs, the three revs, and regular host of this podcast, and it's only Rod Dreyer, 
the author of the Benedict Option and Live Live Not by Lies, and many other books as well. Uh, The great man is flying over from Budapest to join us for that day event. It's going to be fun. It's going to be laughs. There's going to be serious stuff. There's going to be an opportunity to meet us and Roger and and other listeners to the podcast to connect with them. And, um, you know, just generally, it'll be lots of fun. And the one we had in May was was super. It was, it was just a fantastic time, great event. And also, you know, coming into January, it's sometimes a bit depressing as it's dark and there's nothing to look forward to. Why not book into a live event in London and uh, come out for the day uh, to meet us and and to meet, to meet Rod and to uh, just generally have a very good and hopefully encouraging time as well. So if you'd like to do that, you're thinking, well, how do I do that? Um, click the link below this video. It'll be there whether you're watching on video or on the audio podcast you're listening to it and uh or uh yeah so click on that link or just go to reverendpod.com and click on upcoming events there you'll find uh the event itself you can book in on eventbrite please do that do that soon if you'd like to come um and um you'll find everything else on our website as well our merchandise uh you know the episodes as you uh, just things you'd expect and you can also uh, support the podcast uh, if you've been thinking about doing that you think how do i do that just go on revenpod.com you'll see the patreon button you'll see the buy me a coffee button um we really do appreciate people supporting us uh, because it's giving us uh, great options for the future gives us money to uh, run the podcast to um to um have money to um, book in live events to buy our merchandise but we've also got super plans for the coming year uh, for what we're going to do with this income which is soon to be revealed but uh, do go to patreon.com forward slash reverend or just at reverendpod.com click on the patreon button and support us and that would be really appreciated and, you know we just give you the episodes free and we've got some uh, sorry we give you the episodes as soon as they're made uh, so you get them early and we've got some other cool stuff coming as well which again is is, is soon to be revealed Anyway, that's enough from me for now. Probably bored by now. Um, looking forward to being with you, hopefully, for the main episode. I haven't actually arranged it yet, but hopefully the main episode is coming this week. First Irreverend of the Year, proper uh, weekly episode. That should be dropping uh, this coming Friday, which is, when is that? Friday the, is it the 5th or the 6th? I think it's the 6th. Friday the 6th of January should be a, a proper new episode dropping. So look out for that. Thank you for supporting this series. Uh, do share it around. Share the podcast with your friends, family. And uh, support us, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get the podcast. And um, yeah, that's it, basically. That's it from me, Reverend Jamie. Uh, peace to you all. I have no I have no Christmas reflections, really, um, to share with you. Uh, just just to say, you know, thanks. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I hope you got something from this series. OK, bye now. <laughs>